Unbound Theatre presents Sounds and Sweet Airs, the complete works of William Shakespeare. King Lear, Act 5. Our sister's woman is certainly miscarried. Tis to be doubted, madam. Now, sweet lord, you know the goodness I intend upon you. Tell me, but truly, but then speak the truth. Do you not love my sister? In honoured love? Hmm. But have you never found my brother's way to the forfended place? That thought abuses you. I am doubtful that you have been conjunct and bosomed with her as far as we call hers. No, by mine honour, madam. I never shall endure her. Dear my lord, be not familiar with her. Fear me not. <clears throat> she and the Duke, her husband. I had rather lose the battle than that sister should loosen him and me. Our very loving sister, well be met. Sir, this I hear. The king has come to his daughter with others whom the rigour of our state forced to cry out. Where I could not be honest, I never yet was valiant. For this business, it touches us. As France invades our land, not bolds the king with others whom I fear most just and heavy causes make oppose. Sir, you speak nobly. Why is this reasoned? Combined together against the enemy. For these domestic and particular broils are not the question here. Let's then determine with the ancient of war and our proceedings. I shall attend you presently at your tent. Sister, you'll go with us? No. It is most convenient. Pray you, go with us. <laughs> I know the riddle. I will go. If you are your grace of speech with a man so poor, hear me one word. I'll overtake you. Speak. Before you fight the battle, ope this letter. If you have victory, let the trumpet sound for him that brought it. Wretched though I seem, I can produce a champion that will prove what is avouched there. If you miscarry, your business of the world hath so an end and machination ceases. Fortune love you. Stay till I have read the letter. I was forbid it. When time shall serve, let but the herald cry, and I'll appear again. Why, fare thee well. I will overlook thy paper. The enemy's in view. Draw up your powers. Here is the guess of their true strength and forces by diligent discovery. But your haste is now urged on you. We will greet the time. <sighs> to both these sisters have I sworn my love, each jealous of the other as the stunger of the adder. Which of them shall I take? Both? One? Or neither? Neither can be enjoyed if both remain alive. To take the widow exasperates, makes mad her sister Goneril, and hardly shall I carry out my side her husband being alive. Now then, we'll use his countenance for the battle, which being done, let her who would be rid of him devise his speedy taking off, as for the mercy which he intends to Lear and to Cordelia. The battle done, and they within our power, shall never see his pardon, for my state stands on me to defend, not to debate. Away, old man. 
Give me thy hand. Away! King Lear hath lost, he and his daughter ta'en. Give me thy hand. Come on. No father, sir. A man may rot even here. What? In ill thoughts again? Men must endure. They're going hence, even as they're coming hither. Rightness is all. Come on. And that's true, too. Some officers take them away. Good guard until their greater pleasures first be known that are to censure them. We are not the first, who with their best meaning have incurred the worst. For thee, oppressed king, am I cast down. Myself could else outfrown false fortune's frown. Shall we not see these daughters and these sisters? No, 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 no. Come, let's away to prison. We two alone will sing like birds in the cage. When thou dost ask me blessing, I'll kneel down and ask of thee forgiveness. So we'll live and pray and sing and tell old tales and laugh at gilded butterflies and hear poor rogues talk of court news. And we'll talk with them too. Who loses and who wins, who's in and who's out, and take upon the mystery of things. As if we were God's spies and we'll wear out in the walled prison. Packs and sects of great ones that ebb and flow by the moon. Take them away. Upon such sacrifices, my Cordelia, the gods themselves throw incense. Have I caught thee? He departs us, shall bring us a brand from heaven, and fire us hence like foxes. Wipe thine eyes. The good years shall devour the flesh and fair, hell they shall make us weep. We'll see him starve first. Come. Come hither, Captain Hark. Take thou this note. One step I have advanced thee. If thou dost as this instructs thee, thou dost make thy way to noble fortunes. Either say thou'lt do it, or thrive by other means. I cannot draw a cart, nor eat dried oats. If it be a man's work, I'll do it. Sir, you have shown today your valiant strain, and fortune led you well. You have the captives that were the opposites of this day's strife. We do require them of you so to use them as we shall find their merits and our safety may equally determine. Sir, I thought it fit to send the old and miserable king to some retention. At this time, we sweat and bleed. The friend hath lost his friend, and the best quarrels in the heat are cursed by those that feel their sharpness. The question of Cordelia and her father requires a fitter place. Sir, by your patience, I hold you but a subject of this war, not as a brother. He led our powers, bore the commission of my place and person, the which immediacy may well stand up and call itself your brother. Not so hot. In his own grace he doth exalt himself, more than in your addition. In my rights, by me invested, he compares the best. That were the most, if he should husband you. Mm, jesters do oft prove prophets. That I that told you so looked but a squint. Lady, I am not well, else I should answer from a full-flowing stomach. General, take thou my soldiers, prisoners, patrimony, dispose of them of me. The walls are thine. Witness the world that I create thee here, my lord and master. Mean you to enjoy him? The let alone lies not in your good will. Nor in thine, lord. Half-blooded fellow. Let the drum strike and prove my title thine. Stay yet, 
hear reason. Edmund, I arrest thee on capital treason, and in thine attaint this gilded serpent. For your claim, fair sister, I bar it in the interest of my wife. Tis she is subcontracted to this lord, and I, her husband, contradict your bans. If you will marry, make your loves to me. My lady is bespoke. An interlude. Thou art armed, Gloucester. Let the trumpet sound. If none appear to prove upon thy head thy heinous, manifest and many treasons, there is my pledge. I'll prove it on thy heart. Sick, oh, sick. If not, I'll ne'er trust medicine. There's my exchange. What in the world he is that names me a traitor, villain-like, he lies. Call by thy trumpet, he that dares approach, on him, on you, who not, I will maintain my truth and honour firmly. My sickness grows upon me. She is not well. Convey her to my tent. Come here, the herald. Let the trumpet sound and read out this. If any man of quality or degree within the lists of the army will maintain upon Edmund, supposed Earl of Gloucester, that he is a manifold traitor, let him appear by the third sound of the trumpet. Sound. Again. Again. Ask him his purposes, why he appears upon this call of the trumpet. What are you, your name, your quality, and why you answer this present summons? No, my name is lost by treason's tooth bare gnawn and canker bit. Yet am I noble as the adversary I come to cope. Which is that adversary? What's he that speaks for Edmund, Earl of Gloucester? Himself. What sayest thou to him? Thou art a traitor! False to thy gods, thy brother and thy father! Conspirant against this high illustrious prince, and from the extremest upward of thy head to the descent and dust below thy foot, a most toad-spotted traitor! Back do I toss these treasons to thy head, with a hell-hated liar overwhelm thy heart. Which, for they yet glance by and scarcely bruise, this sword of mine shall give them instant way, where they shall rest forever. Trumpets, speak! Save him! Save him! This is practice, Gloucester. By the law of arms, thou wast not bound to answer an unknown opposite. Thou art not vanquished, but cousined and beguiled. Shut your mouth, dame, or with this paper shall I stop it. Halter, thou worse than any name, read thine own evil. No tearing, lady, I perceive you know it. Say if I do, the laws are mine, not thine. Who can arraign me for it? Most monstrous old! Knowst thou this paper? Ask me not what I know. Go after her, she's desperate. Govern her. What you have charged me with, that have I done. And more, much more. The time will bring it out. Tis past, 
And, and so am I. But what art thou? I am no less in blood than thou art, Edmund. If more, the more thou hast wronged me. My name is Edgar, and thy father's son! The wheel is come full circle. I am here. Methought thy very gate did prophesy a royal nobleness. I must embrace thee. Let sorrow split my heart, if ever I did hate thee or thy father. Help! Help! Oh, help! Speak, man. What means that bloody knife? Tis hot. It smokes. It came even from the heart of... Oh, she's dead. Who dead? Speak, man. Your lady, sir. Your lady. And her sister by her is poisoned. She hath confessed it. I was contracted to them both. All three now marry in an instant. Produce their bodies, be they alive or dead. This judgment of the heavens that makes us tremble touches us not with pity. Ah, here comes Kent. I am come to bid my king and master I good night. Is he not here? Great thing of us forgot! Speak, Edmund, where's the king and where's Cordelia? Seest thou this object, Kent? Alack! Why thus? Yet Edmund was beloved. The one the other poisoned for my sake, and after slew herself. Even so, cover their faces. I pant for life. Some good I mean to do, despite of mine own nature. Quickly send, be brief in it, to the castle. For my writ is on the life of Lear and on Cordelia. Nay, send in time. Run, run, oh run! To who, my lord? Who hath the office? Send thy token of reprieve. Well thought on. Take my sword, give it the captain. Haste thee for thy life. He hath commission from thy wife and me to hang Cordelia in the prison and to lay the blame upon her own despair that she fordid herself. The gods defend her! Bear him hence a while. are men of stones, and are your tongues and eyes, and used and heard in heaven's vulture crack. She's gone forever. I know when one is dead and when one lives. She's dead as earth. Lend me a looking glass, if that her breath will mist or stain a stone. Why then, she lives. Is this the promised end, or image of that horror? This feather stirs, she lives. If it be so, it is a chance which does redeem all sorrows that ever I have felt. Oh, my good master. Privy away. Tis noble Kent, your friend. Plague upon you, murderers, traitors all. I, I might have saved her. Now she's gone forever. Cordelia, Cordelia, stay a little. Ha! What is thou safe? Her voice was ever soft, gentle, and low. An excellent thinging woman. I killed a slave that was a hanging thee. Tis true, my lords, he did. I have seen the day. With my good biting falchion, I would have made him skip. I am old now, and these St. Crosses spoil me. This is a dull sight. Are you not Kent? The same. Your servant, Kent. 
Where is your servant Caius? He's a good fellow, I can tell you that. He'll strike, and quickly too. He's dead and rot. No, my good lord. I am the very man. I'll see that straight. That, from your first of difference and decay, have followed your sad steps. You are welcome hither. Nor no man else. All cheerless, dark and deadly. Your eldest daughters have fordone themselves and desperately are dead. Aye, so I think. He knows not what he says, and vain it is that we present us to him. Edmund is dead, my lord. That's but a trifle here. And my poor fool is hanged. No, no, no life. Why should a dog, a horse, a rat have life, and found a breath at all? I've come no more. Never, 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 never. Pray you, undo this button. Thank you, sir. Do you see this? Look on her. Look. Her lips. Look there. Look there. He faints. My lord! My lord! Break heart. I prithee break. Look up, my lord! Vex not his ghost. Oh, let him pass. He hates him much that would upon the rack of this tough world stretch him out longer. <laughs> he is gone, indeed. The wonder is he hath endured so long. He but usurped his life. Bear them from hence. Our present business is general woe. Friends of my soul, you twain rule in this realm, and the good state sustain. I have a journey, sir, shortly to go. My master calls me. I must not say no. <sighs> the weight of this sad time we must obey. Speak what we feel, not what we ought to say. The oldest hath borne most. We that are young shall never see so much, nor live so long. written by William Shakespeare. It starred Philip Donnelly as Lear, Katie Herbert as Regan, Joe Emery as Goneril, Hannah Rogers as Cordelia, Luke Martin as Edmund, TJ Lee as Edgar, Andrew Faber as Kent and the Captain, Robert Aldington as Gloucester, Alistair Sanderson as Albany, Gareth Johnson as the Herald, and Stephen J. Davis as the Messenger. Title music was by Dream Cave, additional music by Kevin MacLeod and Epidemic Sound, and sound recording by Gareth Johnson. It was produced and directed by Dario Knight for Unbound.